Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Tom and Lauren are back again. Lauren gets covered in cum by several men at an adult bookstore after coming out to her sister and some friends. Then Tom shares some fantasies of how he would like to see Lauren be used even more. Welcome back, Tom and Lauren, to the Apartment. It's been a little while since we've seen you last. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for having us. We have been talking a lot lately about coming out to family and friends and what the reactions are. This discussion actually got started between the two of us when we had a discussion with you guys. So we figured it'd be perfect to bring you guys in and talk about that. So with that, let's start with who have you come out with? Uh, the first come out was Lauren's sister. We had had her down for a weekend and we were all kind of hanging out uh, in the downtown area where we live. We met up with a couple that we'd met and played with a couple times and had become friends with and Lauren and the wife of the couple we know were playing a little bit on the dance floor and, and might've tipped her sister off. And then uh, the husband actually had been chatting with somebody else and started talking about swingers and swinging. And it got to a point in the night where I was the DD. I, I, <laughs> even when I'm drunk, I'm not a fan of drunk people. <laughs> uh, it was just one of those. We're getting late into the night and I'm like, all right, you two want to, yeah, it was time to go. We're in the car, we're driving her sister very drunkenly in the back seats. Like, they were talking, are they swingers or are you swingers? And we just kind of looked at each other and just kind of were like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, you know, again, drunkenly in the backseat, are, are they or, or are you? And again, I'm just like, yes. And <laughs> I think you kind of chimed in at this point with, yes, you know, we, we, we are. She just kind of sat there, just kind of a little bit dumbfounded. And she's like, just sat there and just goes, I have so many questions. <laughs> you guys kind of talked a little in the car. I'm going to back up a little bit because I was deathly afraid of anybody finding out about us being in the lifestyle for a really long time. Until this point, I still was really nervous about anyone finding out. And it got to the point where when she asked the question, I answered yes, just very naturally. I I didn't care at that point in time. So I have a really good relationship with my sister. We're pretty open and honest with each other. So she was actually the perfect person to begin to tell this to because she really was non-judgmental. We get up in the morning after this conversation in the car, weren't really sure how much she had remembered from the night before because... <laughs> because we really had a lot to drink. We had a good time. So she comes out in the morning, we have coffee ready. And I think you led into asking. Well, like, we, so we all kind you- of sat, <laughs> yeah, we all kind of sat down, right? Like I'm in my normal morning chair that I sit in with my coffee. And I could totally see you having a morning chair. Right. Oh, that's <laughs> such a crotchety old man. I really am like, don't get in my chair. So I'm sitting there and she kind of sits on the couch and she's just kind of sitting there. And I'm like, so what do you remember from last night? <laughs> She's like, enough. I'm like, okay. 
You know, I mean, it's we're we're again we're open about it. I think I think you would have even mentioned before that that you thought she would be the first person that you mm-hmm. would talk to about this. It just came up, and um, we just answered the few questions she had, and kind of left it at that. We didn't want her no what kind like, of drive her away. <laughs> really, that day she didn't have a lot. I, I and really even yeah. since then we've just had fleeting conversations, nothing in depth, no real questions from her at all. I would say more of it revolved around our relationship with each other. You know, it does, is it impactful? Times do you have sex a week? We were kind of comparing our relationship. She was comparing that to her marriage, which then kind of led to another discussion about all of this. We had gone over to her house for Christmas and Tom was not with us. We were opening up gifts and she hands me this rolled up rug and I un roll it and it's three pineapples and she looks at me and she just starts cracking up like in front of my parents and my, my daughter and I was like what we've gotten to the point where she doesn't ask a lot so we don't offer a lot but if she asks a question we'll certainly like be open about it but just little things here and there we can joke about now right yeah going back do you think you would have shared it with her a different way had that night not have happened or if you, looking back, do you regret the way that it came out? I don't, because we kind of have fun around it. It was easy. I actually wish she would have asked more questions than she did. Tom had offered for her to listen to all of the podcasts. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she is not ready for that. <laughs> I don't need her to know all of the details of our lifestyle and our adventures. But what I wanted her to understand is that this has been a really positive thing for us. Um, It's helped our relationship. It's helped our confidence together and separately and has really taken our marriage to the next level. And so really, I wanted her to make sure she was leaving with that in mind. And so when we talked about it, that's really what I tried to emphasize, not all of the details and all of the experiences per se, but more the effect that it's had on us. Has anyone else found out? We did tell two of our close friends. We'd gone out for a night and it wasn't, this wasn't like a, a drunken night or anything. We'd just gone to dinner, had a stopped and had a drink at this bar that we stop at. So we were just kind of filling them in on the vacation. So we go to a, an island in the Caribbean. We have a favorite bar there. We had some adult family members with us who are obviously not aware of, of our choices. We're walking up to the bar. I noticed this group. I think one of the guys had on pineapple swim trunks. One of the girls had on pineapple bikini bottoms and they're just, they're just having a blast, right? They're just kind of fun. And and I'm one of those, I'm ADD. So I'm always seeing what's going on around me at all times. They're just kind of just going back and forth. And I'm like, pretty sure, you know, that they're kind of in our little club here. So anyway, the, the one girl turns around to Lauren and I think you still had your cover up on from the beach. And she's like, Hey, if you come up to the bar in your bikini, Drinks are only $4. And I'm like, if you show Franco your boobs, like he'll give you drinks for free. And the girl's like, really? And she turns around and flashes the bartender and he's like, shot for you. You know, and she, they're just having a blast, right? So they're all flashing the bartender and having a good time. And I was wearing an OnlyFans t-shirt just as a joke. I like to wear funny kind of t-shirts. So they're like, uh, hey, can you take a picture of our group? I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm just kind of joking. I'm like, oh, I'm not used to taking pictures of people with their clothes on. And, you know, next thing you know, all the girls are taking their tops off again at the bar and everything and having a blast. So then we were sitting at our table Then one of the guys comes up and he's like, hey, so you're on our cruise, right? And we're like, no, we're, we're just on the island. We're down here for a week. He's like, oh, we're on this cruise. I'm like, what kind of cruise is it? He's like, well, it's a swingers cruise. I'm like, 
really? He's like, yeah, yeah. We're on the swingers cruise. He's like, yeah, we, we would have thought you guys were on it. You know, you're really cool. You're just having fun. And I'm like, well, you know, and again, I can't really say anything. So I'm sitting there <laughs> with somebody who doesn't know. And so a little while goes by and, and he comes back over and he's talking to me and I'm like, so, Hey, you know, just, you know, try to keep it quiet. Right? Like, just, just so you know, like we are, but they don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> everything and we're just chatting have fun and thing and we're sitting there and he goes by he's like hey here you go and he hands us a business card swingers business cards which i was like that is like it was amazing either next level or game changer whatever you want to call it right so we do we did full disclosure we did end up buying our own swingers business cards which we thought was cool so anyway we were you know, slut cards i believe they are called. are they really yes sir <laughs> swinger cards or sometimes referred to as slut cards are most popular at large events they typically will have a picture of the couple, contact information, either a lifestyle website screen name or a Snapchat tag, and occasionally a blank space for a room number when they are being used at a hotel party or a lifestyle cruise. It's a simple way to share your information with someone so they don't have to remember it or pull out a phone in that very moment. These cards are also a great way to let people know that you are interested especially when you are meeting a lot of people and you might struggle to remember who you had talked to or connected with throughout the day and evening. Anyway, we were just kind of filling our, our friends in on this and the wife asked Lauren, or just kind of in conversation, you know, not really in asking because they don't know this about us yet. She's like, I just, you know, swinging is just kind of, I don't know, like when you get like really jealous, when you, you know, would it cause problems and Lauren's just kind of like, <laughs> and you see the wife's head just like snap. Wait, what? It, it really bothers me when people have certain perceptions of the lifestyle. So because, again, it came up organically and there was these perceptions and, you know, she legitimately was wondering if that was something that was negative impacting. So then then I have to step in. Like, no, <laughs> no, it's not negative. <laughs> you know, so I'm just doing my part to kind of clear the air. <laughs> um, so then we just began to kind of share just some very vague details, trying to really focus on the effect on our marriage. They consider themselves Neapolitan. They're not vanilla friends. They're Neapolitan <laughs> friends. Because uh, we, we kind of got into that. We're like, well, there's kind of like vanilla people and then, you know, the, the you know lifestyle people. And she did. She was like, well, I would say you could consider us more Neapolitan. And so I don't know. We haven't really gone further. I was going to say, and there were no yeah. follow-up questions to we, that? We, you just let again, it go? Again, I mean, she's, she's like, oh, I have so many questions. And I'm like, we're an open book on a lot. Sometimes I'll look to Lauren, like, do you want me to answer this honestly? And sometimes she'll give me the look like, let me handle it. Okay. Because, you know, she doesn't want everything out there can be overwhelming. The two instances in which it came up. And, and, and the funny thing between both of them was the comment verbatim of, I just have so many questions. Mm -hmm. And ask. Like, again, we're fine. And we just had dinner with them last night. Not much. A little bit here and there kind of came up. No, but it is pretty funny because we get pineapple pictures from them. Anytime they encounter a pineapple now, we get pineapple pictures sent to us. <laughs> I wish they would. We we certainly don't want to force information on them, especially if they're not ready to hear. But I, I do wish they would begin to ask questions and try to learn just a little bit more. Because again, when people have negative perceptions or wrong perceptions, that really bothers me. Yeah, We don't want to cross boundaries, but we've accepted who we are and what our choices are. And 
the things that we enjoy doing and we're not ashamed of it. Where I feel like when we first got started, that was just a really hard hurdle to get over was what was in my head about the perception of who we would be. And I don't think we're in that place anymore. We recognize that boundaries need to exist, but we are who we are also. So if, it, if we're ever approached about it, I feel like we could be honest about it. And do you think that stems from the fact that you've had such a positive experience for both uh, individually between you and also for your relationship? You feel like that makes it harder to hide because you almost want to like go out, tell everybody how great this is and what it's done for you. Absolutely. And I feel you're the same way. I do feel that you, way. You struggle with it frequently. Because when we have a good experience, it's hard to pull that back, especially to people you care about. And you also know that telling them this may hurt your relationship. So, you know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, we get a lot of comments to us. You guys look so different when you were raising your kids. You know, you, you guys, I don't know, you look so different. You, you seem to be having a ton of fun now. And what I really want to tell them is, yes, we are. And we do look different because we've actually put time into ourselves now because we want to have an image out there that is sexy and fun. And we weren't those people before. And what I want to say is, yeah, you're right. (laughs) You're nailing it now. (laughs) But through that, I recognize how much of myself I lost Mm -hmm. years ago when I was just focused on the kids and there was no focus on myself There was no focus on him. There was no focus on our marriage. And we had no fun at all together. It's been a really positive thing for us. It's been about five or six months since you guys have been in here to record an episode. So much has happened. I have to imagine a lot has happened. (laughs) What are some things that may have happened that you're like, there's no way this was going to happen, but did? A couple weeks ago, as we'd mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, what got us into this was the adult theater uh, Dr. Lazardo journal where couples, women go to the adult theater, interact with some of the guys that are there or just interact with husbands. So we'd, we'd been several times where either we ended up being the only couple there. Um, and there were single guys that just didn't necessarily pique the interest of Lauren. And we just put on a show, which, I mean, that's one thing we do enjoy. We definitely enjoy putting on a show for people and watching her but this time we had a group that had formed of, hey, let's do a bookstore takeover. So there's several bookstores in a town about an hour and a half west of us that all have movie rooms, arcade booths with glory holes. They have to call them <laughs> ventilation holes, in quotes, um, which is where we had met some of our friends on our first full swap. Had started a group chat on Twitter with with all the couples. We had decided let's meet for an icebreaker at a at a local bar. I know for sure this couple's showing up because we've you know we know them and they say they're coming. Uh, Ron and Holly were were one also that they were like, hey, we're coming. Yeah. One of the couples from Twitter has also said they were coming. Now again, you know you don't know for sure, but again they had a track record. They've been on Twitter for years. They've done this before. Her she's a self proclaimed bukkake queen, uh, <laughs> so she enjoys going there and having that done. The Urban Dictionary defines bukkake as a relatively common porno fetish that includes one sperm recipient, usually of the female variety, and at least three or more sperm donors. Generally, the recipient kneels down on the ground, or sits or lays on a couch, and the men, in a circular formation around the recipient, proceed to pleasure themselves until they each reach climax, onto the face or body of the recipient. Surprisingly, you can also find bukkake in the Oxford Dictionary, which more simply defines it as a type of sexual activity in which several men ejaculate on another person. 
Uh, so we all met up and I think we ended up with six couples at the bar. Five couples then went down to uh, the first bookstore. Just did a tour. It was really funny. Lauren, uh, in the in the one write up, the one couple wrote to the Doctor Lazardo Journal. He said she was just a fantastic tour guide, going around. <laughs> it's hilarious. It, it, it really she standing kinda... in the lobby, and I'm like, everyone follow me. <laughs> <laughs> so so we did. We went and visited the glory holes and the arcade, and then saw the theater room, and then we went over to the couples area. And before we came, there was some hot dates that were posted. So there were some. Single guys that were lolling around, if you will. When we walked into the first one, the, the, the guy working the desk is like, I can't believe how crazy it is around here tonight. You know, and five <laughs> couples walk in all with pretty good looking we're wives. So busy. I don't He's know like, why we're so, so busy. busy. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we went there and, and yeah, we walked around. But with having such a large group, kind of all stayed together. And there really wasn't an area there big enough to accommodate five couples. And then any of the single guys that they would invite in. So what we did is we decided, well, let's go to the other one across town. The girls really like that because there's a separated couples area from the regular area of the theater room. So there's plexiglass. So the guys out there, they can still watch if anything's going on. So we decided to head over there and route a couple couples just decided, well, we're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. So we ended up with three couples and we all went in there and there was probably 12 or 15 guys uh, total and, and a couple were ones that followed us over from the other one that were you know hot dates that we'd talk to and stuff like that yeah a couple you lined up ahead of time so we, i mean you got to line up what, what do we call them the stunt cocks right you gotta, <laughs> gotta have a couple of those just in case you know you're not going to go with a completely unscripted or unplanned thing so yeah we went in there we went into the couple's area initially the ladies just got comfortable they went got down to their panties initially and created kinda, our game plan yeah created the game plan <laughs> We had been to that same place maybe a month before with one of the couples that was with us there. I had lined up a stunt cock. <laughs> and so at that time, she let him come on her. And it really hadn't been anything we'd talked about, explored in the past at all. And it, she really enjoyed it. Yeah, since that time, it had kind of become a fantasy of mine to, to just have a bunch of guys just come all over me and thought, well, this might be a good opportunity to, to do that. And I don't know that I really said too much ahead of time mm -mm. Um, other than the car, the car ride up. And I was like, okay, this is kind of what I'm thinking for tonight. You know, if it were to pan out, I'd be really hot for this to happen. When the ladies and I were talking and getting our game plan together, that's when it kind of came out that the other wife of one of the Twitter couples was the Bukaki queen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was kind of nice. She kind of led the way. <laughs> and then the wife of the third couple was like, yeah, I'd love to try that too. That's always been kind of, you know, on my bucket list. So that was our game plan at that point is. I found out the rules. You know, yeah, I asked yeah, yeah. all the ladies, I'm like, what are your rules? Yep. And, and the one was like, listen, just nothing above the neck. And the other one was like, I don't give a shit. Lauren was like, I don't give a shit. They can come wherever they want. Okay. All right. I went ahead and walked down into the main area. And again, there's 12 to 15 guys there at this point. And I just said, okay, I'm like, the ladies are going to come down. Here are the rules I'm putting forward. You know, no touching without permission. They're going to let you know if you can do anything more than just come on them. If they want to blow you, if they want to fuck you, they're going to tell you. But you don't touch without asking. And with one, she'll tell you, you can only come from the neck down. Went down and the guys just really kind of got close. And at one point, our, our good friends, the ones that we've known for a year and a half now, I was behind her and I just would, you know, I'd put my hand on her. I could tell she was a little nervous and she, her head would snap around real quick. Oh, it's you. Okay. All right. You know, I think she thought maybe it was a guy that she didn't want to have touching her, touching her. 
but we had a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It, it was started a lot in of a fun. group. Everybody kind of spread out. At one point, Lauren went over to uh, one of the sex chairs, which we've been talking. We need a YouTube if we used it right or not. Um, <laughs> the curvy one, chair. the wavy chair. Um, Cause it was a little difficult. Now it could be her it was, but stature. It was, but. <laughs> it was set up really high too, which was working against us. But, but that was, yeah, that was really fun. I really enjoyed the positioning on that chair. And I did let the one guy that, that Tom had set up to come kind of for me, um, I did let him fuck me. I would say overall, like it was a lot of fun. I mean, I think I had five or six guys come all over me, which was super hot, hands all over me, but everybody followed the rules. We really didn't have any issues. Having never been to one of these bukkake type events at a club. I'm going to need a little bit more than I let one of them fuck me. And then four guys came all over me. So, so, so we start, okay. So the three ladies, we started out, it's, it's actually kind of a big room when, when you get down to, as Tom calls it, the gen pop area, it's a big room. So there's like tables and chairs on the one side. There's a bunch of couches that kind of line the perimeter of the room. There's a, an, an exam table in the one corner. And then there was this the wavy chair. I don't, there's a name for it. I don't know what the name is, um, but the wavy chair in the other corner. And then there's this giant movie screen playing the most horrible pornos ever. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that, that kind of gives you a picture of the room. And then in the middle of like where the couches are, there were some Ottomans. So when we went down, we, we got undressed and we pushed together the two Ottomans so that there was like a, a little bit of a platform area for us to play on. So when we first got started, the wives, we just began to kind of play with each other. You know, there was a lot of kissing, there was a lot of touching. Everybody starts to kind of crowd around to watch the show. And our husbands were all kind of placed sporadically, but purposefully kind of all around us. So they were kind of controlling the crowd, if you will. And we started playing with ourselves, with our, like the wives. And then um, we started with our husbands just until we got warmed up and comfortable with the setting. As that went on, then pretty much everybody's dick was hanging out. <laughs> so um, we were just grabbing and rubbing and trying to just jack them off. And that was when I got up, went over to the wavy chair and there was a small crowd that kind of followed me over there. Um, while some of the other people, the other guys had stayed with the other two wives on the Ottomans. So I was on that chair on my back and I think I had like five guys around. Probably. Yeah. So yeah. initially when we went over there, you had me fuck you Yeah. in front of everybody and you had one guy per side to start. Yeah. Uh, the one guy actually came pretty quickly. He did. Um, yeah. He was mm -hmm. there. And then the other one, mm -hmm. she looked at him and he's like, oh, I got a ways to go, which is just one of my pet peeves. Like guys, like when you're in that situation. It's a pet peeve of mine too. I'm like, I don't need to spend a half hour around right. you. <laughs> like, come when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we had a game plan. They, that, that was our purpose, right? I, I'm not going to, I don't want to ruin my wrist on you. So, <laughs> so he, he actually stepped away for a little bit and took care of himself for a bit and had a couple other guys step up, yeah. up and then, you know, I'm, I'm doing her. And that's when I kind of looked back at the one that we had been chatting or that I'd been chatting with it lined up there and it's like, Hey, if you want to come over, show. So he came over then mm -hmm. and. Fucked yeah. her pretty well. And yeah. mm -hmm. she had a good time with him and a couple other guys then on either side and a couple, I think a couple came on her mm -hmm. and then she was enjoying everybody touching her mm -hmm. as, as she was getting fucked. That was so hot. That's always been a fantasy of mine. It was probably one of my very first fantasies is just to sit in a chair, or lay in a chair and just have people just touch me all over and just many, many hands where 
I don't have to really do anything, (laughs) but I'm truly just there for them, for their pleasure, and then for them to come all over me. So it was really fun to make that kind of come to life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we went back over in with the group. I know you played with a couple other of the guys. Yeah. At that point, then I had come like three times. So I was getting a little tired. I mean, I'll be honest, I was ready to kind of check out like, okay, (laughs) it had been close to two hours, probably. We were there for about two hours, Um, So I stepped away for just a little bit to grab some water um, and just really kind of watch the show. I mean, the show that was going on was just hot. It it was, it was just hot. What were the other girls doing? Um, just, uh, so the Bukaki queen, she had sex with a guy that they had lined up to come and then had let several guys come on her. Mm -hmm. I got to, that was my first time doing that actually, like (laughs) to come on anybody other than Lauren. Um, so I came on her, the other couple was over on the couch kind of, she was working her wand and she'd already come mm-hmm. a couple times, but was just kind of working the wand a little bit when joined the show. Oh and my gosh. She has the best wand skills. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, all three ladies got back on the Ottoman area and just put on a show. Lauren's scissor action. I'm sure you're familiar with <laughs> was, was, was uh, put on display with Mrs. Swinging is easy on Twitter. Uh, so the two couples were, and we've all had mutual shout outs on Twitter. So we're okay sharing it at desire couple. Um, I believe it's desire underscore couple. And then at swinging is easy. It was, it was a great, great evening. A lot of fun. Again, something that she had had a fantasy of by no means did she know the term Bukaki. In fact, I had to have her Google it on the way there. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, I need to make sure it's not this, that I think it's this. And <laughs> <laughs> Such a fun night. Checked a few things off our bucket list. Got to be really dirty. Got to be a tour guide. Um, I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun. So is there anything new that's been exciting for you lately? For me, I have started to kind of dip my toe into the hot wife scenario. There had been there has been a single guy that we've gotten together with, and I've gotten together with on my own one time now. Um, so we've gotten together as as a couple with five or six times started out as a couple started out where she would play with him. I'd you know play with her while she was playing with him after a couple times I'd gotten to where I trusted him. So it was okay. I'll excuse myself down to the hotel bar, have a couple drinks while you guys have fun. And we had set a certain amount of time. It was okay. You come up in a half hour. The next time I dropped her off at the hotel. So she, I got to watch her walk in with her little sex bag and everything. You got to send some people a picture of that. I did. I might've sent some people a picture of that. That's the, the the great thing about being in this group is we all share pictures of our experiences. I wanted her to try it where she did it on her own, completely driving up and everything. And the way it kind of worked out, I was traveling for work and there was just no way I was going to be. It kind of forced the hand of her doing it on her own. Yeah. So it wasn't really forced. I don't know that hot wifing was anything that I had really ever thought about or really truly wanted to do. Um, it wasn't anything really on my bucket list. Until very recently, but because we kind of formed a relationship with this guy, we I knew I could trust him, um, which is a really big thing with this type of scenario. I was a little more open-minded to it, so we kind of just stair-stepped our way again. When he, um, I had gotten the room ahead of time, um, gotten ready, got the room ready. I met him down at the hotel bar. Um, we had a couple drinks, kind of caught up, and because you know, as you get to know somebody, we kind of become friends with benefits. You know, I know about his kids and I know about his job. And yeah. so so we just took a few moments to kind of catch up and just flirt a little bit. Went up to the room. The elevator was not working. 
No. So we had to take the steps up like three or four flights of stairs, which actually ended up being kind of fun. We kind of took our time on the stairs and you know, there was some touching that was going on and some kissing. And so we make it back to the room. And um, at that point, he just he just took me and put me on the bed and it was full on at that point. So it was just a really hot night. I, I do joke that there is a slight disappointment on my part for that evening is both of them are so technologically in a, in oh, I, oh, <laughs> I had one job that night was like, to just, get good I'm pictures. Like, I just want a couple pictures, <laughs> video, whatever. I got a video that was like 13 minutes long. The first minute there was some, I could actually see her doing stuff with him. And then there was about 11 minutes of black <laughs> where they'd set it, but they had it set wrong. So it was blocking the camera. <laughs> I could at least hear, which was still pretty hot. You know, it's still pretty hot. To the, hear the sounds would be good. I could yeah, see the that. sounds were pretty good. And then, and then like another minute of video and then, you know, then I, cause I had said the other thing is while I do enjoy the video, I do enjoy a picture. I want the first and foremost, I want her to have a good time. So if she's worried about that. That's taking away from her experience of, of, of that. So it, it is a joke. I do just kind of joke a little bit about it. Like, okay, you guys just, I think maybe you're doing this so you don't have to give me anything anymore, <laughs> but I'm fine with that. I enjoy hearing about it. I mean, again, I heard about it on the way home. She had a great time. I loved it. It was so much fun. And we had the hottest sex when I got home. <laughs> Even through all these new experiences, have you found anything else to have on your yes. swinger bucket list? Yes, we have. I think it's grown, actually. I think the more experiences that we've had, our bucket list or our fantasies have actually grown in length and number. We still have yet to have a true threesome. A female, female, male threesome is what we'd really like oh. to make happen. We've had group play. We've had a lot of couple play, but we've never just had a true threesome. Yeah. And by threesome, you mean just like a single female? Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've had the pleasure of two females. Uh, <laughs> But I, I was going to say, I saw your wheels turning there, Nessa. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've had the pleasure of two females. It's fantastic. Again, I go back to if I told 15-year-old Tom about this, he wouldn't believe me. Uh, but, you know, that. And then you've mentioned that you just really want to have a gangbang where yeah, that's still on the list. used. Yeah. She's like, I just want to have it where they're just using, using me for their pleasure. I'm there. For well, their pleasure. There's another piece to that. I want Tom to be the doorkeeper and allow select guys in too, which is just really hot that he gets to choose who that is, but it could just be one after the other, after the other, after the other. I agree. With Thanks for joining us for a humdinger. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844.